Hey, boys and girls, welcome to another movie podcast, Film House. I'm joined by Bruce, James, looks like Elise. Where's your bag of popcorn? I ate it all already. Oh, well. You had a bag of popcorn last time? It felt fitting for the movie podcast, Yeah. then I ate the whole thing. Gotta time those out better. Kind of kills the mood anyway. Hey guys, Adam here, and welcome to my happy place. I just wanted to remind you that this episode is sponsored and brought to you by Mac Weldon, and they're offering 20% off through this show, so stay tuned for more info on that. Let's go back to the real world. We're talking about all sorts of stuff today, but first... Bruce, myself, and Lawrence all saw John Wick 2. That's so true. Let's go to Lawrence for his review. <coughs> Lawrence is out sick. Yeah, he is. That's great. Uh, Bruce, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I have a lot of thoughts about John Wick 2. Wait, before we get too far, oh. I want to give you have to set it up. I want to give you say who's in it, directed by whom, oh. and the studio, and then you Not have to really. give a brief summary. Like, I, since, since Have you ever watched a movie show before? Yeah, I don't want to be like them. Uh, so I just want to talk about how the uh, production cost went. Production budget for uh, John Wick 2, unknown. What? Yeah, they don't know. Oh, uh, first movie cost twenty million. If that gives you an indication, this one I was I was probably in the neighborhood of like thirty to forty. Probably a little bit more. Yeah, it was um, China money. Is that why? I don't know. I don't know if China. Was it might involved. have China money. Yeah, that's a good question. They have really. Roman money. I don't know. Uh, domestically made uh, thirty-seven point eight million. Foreign only eleven. That was the first movie, right? No, this is the second. Oh, okay. Yeah, so currently it has fifty million dollars the box office. We don't know how much it costs, so we're not sure if John Wick Two is a success or not. I think it's fine. I've seen um, forty million dollars. But let's go to the critics because it's actually doing really well on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, first critic, Bruce, what did you think about John Wick 2? Um, I, so John Wick 2 I liked. I was able to see why Lawrence loved it. Because mm-hmm. Lawrence was, he was raving about it, although I'm sure he has some problems with it. But mm-hmm. it was pretty slow okay. for the first hour. All right. Okay. Um, whereas I thought the first John Wick kind of like, it was an interesting story and it felt real to me. It felt like a real action movie. I know it sounds ridiculous, but um, it was kind of things that I, that, anybody could identify with uh, even though he's like a badass hitman and John Wick 2 felt a little more removed um, the sets and the like I guess like the actors and all the opulence that surrounds his world felt a little more crazy well we're looking at the trailer here and he seems to be jet setting yeah. Yeah. seems to be expensive cars and yep. uh, in the Vatican City and right. exotic I can, locales I can, I can give you a quick overview James of Ian the story. Yeah, William McShane was in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I'll say this actually, if you're going to see the movie, if you're on the fence, I'll, I'll just say go see it. It's, it's totally good. worth it. Yeah, totally um, worth seeing. I would re- highly recommend you watch the first movie and then go right into the second. It's almost like, it's just, it's almost like just one long movie at that point. Mm-hmm. They play off each other perfectly. Like I think it is the, it's the best way you can do a sequel of a movie this style. Um, just because it does this really cool thing where, I know James, we were talking about this, where in John Wick 1, they give you a taste mm-hmm. of that weird underbelly, that weird mm-hmm. yeah. world. They give you a lot more. In and the second one, it expands more, and then the action's good, but you're still asking these questions about, like, what is this secret society? What is it? And it leaves you wanting more, which mm-hmm. I thought did a really good job. And it's just – so, story-wise, sorry to get back on track. It uh, it picks up, like, immediately after <coughs> the first movie. Uh, John trying to get his car back now. Uh after rev- uh, taking revenge out, they took um, his car because they remember they took his, his they killed his dog and they took yeah. his car. Yeah. Okay. So he's getting his car back, and then from there, it is revealed oh, on his trailers. I don't want to watch this. It's a lot um, like uh, Casino Royale and Quantum Solace, where exactly. like the movies just back to back. It was like yeah. basically picking or up. Weekend at Bernie's One and Weekend at Bernie's mm-hmm. Two. Yes, Very close. Just, yeah, just like that. Um, but a um, now that John Wick is on everyone's radar, all the entire mob, 
a old friend comes back and says, well, you owe me. You have you did a blood oath yeah. and you can't break this. Mm -hmm. And so he is forced to do a job that he really doesn't want to do. Um, but it's because of that secret society. It's basically do this or be cast out or be killed. And from there, just it all spirals out of control. So there are a lot um, of stereotypes. There are a lot, just a lot of things that I thought it was like, OK, yeah, I've seen that a 100 times. The assassin that wants to get out type of thing. Um, and that's why I wasn't as interested in this one as I was in the last one. And I thought the, the the first one felt like they were revealing just enough, whereas this one was giving you more of the story. And I was like, oh, right, of course. Yeah. There is a, you know, some shadowy conspiracy organization that blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. So, and it, that's, it's a trope. I get it. Still cool. Still cool. But it was just sort of uh, expected. How similar is this in the, to the formula of the first movie? Because to me, I don't know why the vibe that I have gotten through the press tour of John Wick 2 is a very like raid and raid two yes. vibe. Yes, that's a uh, that was a, I, I got like that those vibe. are two fundamentally different movies. Oh. Yes. So well, is this still somewhat similar to the formula of the first one, or is it just like a whole other like, turns like where side? where the ra where raid went from pure action to let's hammer a bunch of story on you? Yeah. yeah. John Wick does that at about maybe fifty percent. Like okay. they give you, they give you a little bit more, but it's infinitely more watchable than the Raid Two. Yeah, Raid Two is just like a whole. He wanted to make a different movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but but I mean, like that's a good comparison. The Raid is what I was thinking of when I watched this and the first one. Um, well, like, well, like this scene watching right here, this is kind of cool. This is all before his like hit that he has to do, and all the stuff he's going to do. Like right now, he's at a tailor, and they're building Kevlar into the suit, which is so cool. cool. It, it was a lot of cool little things, and then. He goes to um, who's that guy who does the voice of Darth Maul? Peter Serafinowicz. Yeah. He goes to him and he's like a a tastemaker. He's a, well, he's a sommelier. Yeah, but he has guns. I'm and, sorry, and, we're spoiling and, the movie for you, by the way. I feel sorry. Bad. Yeah, I, I'm right just saying now. there's there's a lot of these little bits that are just like I mean it's all in the trailer and stuff, but um, I like those moments and it was all a big build up to an action scene uh, that I really like that they do they they set it up in a way and they show you the setup of what the action scene is going to be and then when it all comes down, you go, oh, yeah, that's right. He put a gun there, and that's why it makes sense that he can pick up an AR-15. Yeah. Because they showed him pick it out. They showed him why he likes the gun, and then they showed him hide it earlier. So it's almost like a video game in that way that I I like it. They, they, did, a good, um, no, they did, did a good job of making it feel practical and real, which I liked about the first John Wick. Um, again, though, there are still, still parts of this movie. I actually thought the sommelier part and, like, the Kevlar into the suit part was, to me, I was just, like, kind of sighing through it because I was like, yeah. Oh, I, I know exactly what they're doing. I know where they're going. It's very predictable in that sense, but that doesn't make the action not badass at mm -hmm. the end of the movie. It's ah. like he's so, home aloneing. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's it's <laughs> kind of like prepping except, everything. Except that Home Alone had creative traps, yeah. and, and I knew with John Wick too. I was like, right, I understand. He's not going to die. Uh, he needs these badass guns. I understand. Like it was sort of like a okay, all right, get to it, get to it, get to it. Um, but they still, a, they still do the cool thing where they show that he's very much human. You like, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He obviously it's a movie, so he's not going to die. No, right, but like you're a, right. Yeah, a certain yeah hits, I don't like, know. A movie like John Wick doesn't is. I don't think it adheres to the standard that the lead may not die. That's honestly, I was like, well, maybe he will. Like that was, was kind of like part of the driving force of the action in the first movie is that he was kind of like, I'm okay with dying uh -huh. as long as I take everyone who's pissed me off with me yeah. along the way. Well, there's there's a part where he's wearing like that Kevlar suit and someone puts a gun like into his stomach and fires. And so he's bleeding right here, yeah. like kind of like it was in the first movie. And then like he gets stitched up at one point. But then later in the movie, you'll see like blood <laughs> coming out of that spot. And I'm like, I love that attention to detail and how that is like who are the this movie. These movies are like masters of continuity. They are. Which yeah. is always makes me so happy where I'm like, yeah. they, they there's a lot of attention. to you, detail. You know, what? here's some continuity generally is easiest 
when it's one creative vision throughout. Um, and th- is this the same writer director for mm-hmm. the first the first one? Same team. And so one of those guys actually going off to make Deadpool. This two. is this, oh, so yeah. this is what this is what happens when you have that same team. The continuity things and the screw ups and they, that doesn't make any sense. Those happen when someone gets the script, but they only get page thirty five yeah. through sixty two to work on. And so they work on those things and they're changing stuff, not realizing that he planted a gun uh-huh. in page 15. When you when you keep track of everything, it's really easy to do. Absolutely. You're right now. And, you're, and it shows in this movie. Yeah. Um, that, like I said, that, that was the, the thing that I thought was great about this movie was that uh, the last, I want to say, 30 minutes make the price of admission totally worth it. There's this really cool, they keep showing that just the very, very beginning I'm, of the scene. I, can't, I really want to see the making of I, that I have scene. no idea how they did it. No idea. They, they shot it. They shot it in an art exhibit, but it's basically a funhouse mirrors mm-hmm. place. Oh, cool. And like, I feel like they put all the cameramen in green screens, uh, in green, because you don't. I, I was looking for cameramen in the, in these mm-hmm. shots. Mm-hmm. Didn't see one. There's a lot of shots where, like, you imagine if you were like making that movie, you'd see that room and go, "Oh fuck no! Yeah. I wouldn't shoot here in a million years. There's mirrors everywhere, and they shoot action in there." And I don't know. It's it's all just very impressive. But but again, it was a trope, though. That's the funhouse trope that everybody, you know, like you go into a house of mirrors and you have to find the bad guy. Yeah. That is a trope. But they kind of turned it on its head uh, and made it an art exhibit, which I thought was still you know, more a little more imaginative and creative. So probably I, better fitting with the setting. It absolutely was. John Wick's in a funhouse. No, you get there. Well, right. He's in Rome. It's not, it's not really a funhouse. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Well, what no, you I, mean. but I mean, basically, you walk yeah. in and there's a bunch of mirrors, and I knew immediately what it was. Uh, but at the same time, it was an art exhibit that I thought was, um, I, I, you know, it felt a little more real than like going into a house of mirrors or something. Mm. Either way, great movie. I I loved it. I don't know. I almost liked it more than the first one in some ways. I think it's one of those sequels where I don't I mean, it's fresh in my head. So I'm still like really excited about it. But it's one of those movies like Terminator 1, Terminator 2, where the sequel and the Previous in the first movie complement each other really well. And I'm like those are those are rare movies. Yeah. So I don't know. I really liked it. I, I love it. I highly recommend it. It was uh, it was good. It was good. I I enjoyed it. It's worth it's worth seeing in the theaters for sure. All right. And as always, we'll we we get movies. Get to it this weekend. Yeah, I would no, love it's, for it. It's, yeah. it's good. Uh, before you guys go see it though, uh, at least can you give me a score for the movie, please. Uh, probably uh, maybe three. Uh, shelter dogs mm-hmm. out of four, out of four. That's nice. I hope he adopts. That's a good, I hope he yeah. doesn't buy. Uh, spoiler know. alert: there is a dog in I'm, the movie. I know they showed it. Yeah, yeah. they showed it walking. And around. he does. The dog doesn't die. Okay. Oh, that's the spoiler. Yeah. Doesn't die. Uh, I guess some stats for John Wick One. That uh, that movie had a domestic gross of forty three million dollars, production of twenty million, worldwide eighty eight million dollars. Uh, I didn't think it was going to get a sequel. Basically, it's not really. That's not. Yeah, that's not crazy a crazy high numbers. Huge return. Um, I was talking briefly with Omar about this, and it was one of the things he said uh, that went against the movie, and I agree with him on it. Is uh, I think for most of us, correct me if I'm wrong, if you saw John Wick one, you weren't expecting anything. You were like, you had a friend who just said, "Oh yeah, I should check it out. It's a yeah. pretty good movie." And you watch it, and went, "Holy shit! Yeah, it's cool. This action's really good. Yeah. This is in the, like the plot doesn't make me cringe. Like it's pretty damn good." The second movie, I like me, I'm doing a bad job because I'm hyping it up. Um. The problem is it's going to have hype attached to it or you're expecting something. But um, as a fan of the other movie and re-watching it right before this, um, really enjoyed it. Yeah. so Very good movies. Go, uh, go see it if you also, like Also, a movies. little bit of trivia for you. Uh, I got they, trivia. It has the, uh, well, no, I was trivia for, it's related to us. Eighty-seven uh, Eleven did all the stunts for this uh, this movie and John Wick, I believe, the first one as well. And we did a Jason Statham ETC integration with Eighty-seven Eleven, where Kale had to fight through a bunch of stunts. And uh, 
Those guys are the real deal. 87 line are fucking awesome. Cool. And they like taught us some stunts and stuff. It was really neat. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Mm. What'd they teach you? Uh, they like taught us like some wall runs and um, like basically how you would do like a somersault and stuff like that. It's really fucking hard, by the way. Um, yeah. So uh, just for uh, all you fans out there, uh, there's not a lot of good trivia right now for John Wick 2. I read it all twice. Uh, <laughs> not very good. But I'll give you some John Wick 1 trivia. Although this is the first time that Keanu Reeves and Willem Dafoe have acted together on film, both were in the Speed franchise. Reeves was in Speed from 1994, and Dafoe was in Speed 2 Cruise Control from 1997. 66 out of 112 people found this interesting. I don't... How do they... Out of the... Do they... How do they... What's the second number come from? <laughs> out of 112? I guess maybe they, they gave thumbs downs? No, that doesn't... Well, no, they, no, that they, wouldn't be that, out of. Those are the amount of people who chose to vote on the IMDb trivia. But... There could no, be yeah. thousands of people that read it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think I feel like there are 66 thumbs Only up, that voted. and then yeah. 112, or then are there 55 thumbs down? Yeah, and they combine the two. So of those participating yeah. in a mm. survey over this trivia, right. optional survey, these people didn't think it was shit. Well, as if it's, it's a correct answer. Not of those <laughs> found it interesting. Mm. You can find it interesting and just not feel like you have to participate in an IMDb well, no, yeah, survey. We're just saying by the numbers here. <laughs> It's a bad number. It's bad stats. Before we move on to some uh, industry news, I will give you one last piece of info. Oh, I, uh, love, I the, love trivia. Until the show gets a little slow and then we add some more. Keanu Reeves' character is a dog lover in uh, film John Wick. What a surprise. Reeves played a deformed character called Ortiz, the dog boy in the movie Freaked from 1993. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Ortiz was a mutant character crossed between a human and a dog. Do you think that's why he named his band Dog Star? 11, yep. 11 out of 53 <laughs> people found this interesting. That would be a good bit of trivia. Actually, your trivia is better. I know. That's actually useful for something. <laughs> Have Dog Star and 30 Seconds to Mars ever toured together? No, they, they're too busy with 30 Odd Foot of Grunt. <laughs> What's that? 30 Odd... Is that Hugh Laurie? No, no that's, that's Russell Crowe. Russell Crow, oh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> um, th- here's a lot. There's a lot of trivia towards the end. This is all the... Um, Spoiler stuff. This That's is okay. Just, this is just trash. Uh, John Wick kills seventy-seven people. In John Wick two or John Wick? John Wick one. In Freaked. Um, now I'm going to be counting. Followed by the other trivia. Body count one hundred nineteen. Followed by another bit of trivia. According to the cast interview, both producer Basil, this guy, and Keanu Reeves referenced the number eighty-four as being the total number of kills by John Wick. Hmm. So they're wrong. They're so both that other wrong. bit of trivia. It all. Uh, it all just sort of fights with itself. There. One, one thing I didn't know is that it says John Wick is intended to be a trilogy. Which makes I didn't, total sense. I had no idea. And now, yeah, it makes a lot more sense. Now it actually feels like that. Okay, we're done with that. Uh, hey guys, and welcome back to my happy place, that thing we talked about earlier. And like earlier, let's talk about how this episode of Filmhouse is brought to you by Mac Weldon, which I guarantee is better than whatever you are wearing right now. Mac Weldon clothing is simple to shop for and made of premium antimicrobial materials like in their silver line, which means no bad odors for you or those around you. Right, Jacob? What am I doing here? Get out. They want you to be comfortable. They are comfortable. By far the most comfy underwear I have ever owned. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it and they will still refund you. No questions asked. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you are wearing right now. So go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code FILMHOUSE. Back to the show. Okay. You want to move on to some industry stuff? Sure. So, always. Uh, as always, we talk about Batman. Oh, no. Uh, here, got some this updates. Is, it's doomed. Well, here, <laughs> the I got Batman I, report. I, I have a, I have a, I have a, <laughs> the logo I have a whole list of things. <laughs> With a fart. I have a whole list of things we can talk about. I want to do a whole uh, Warner Brother versus Disney, DC versus Marvel bit. Um, that's always fun. Uh, just to talk about who's doing it better, who's doing it worse. Okay, hold on. Because uh, there's a new Avengers video like, out. I don't even, listen. There's I'm, a new I'm Thor video. I'm tired of the Marvel fucking cinematic universe, and they are still batting a thousand yeah, compared to DC. Blowing DC out of the water. Uh, we have more sad Batman news. Uh, I totally <laughs> forgot that Justice League is actually coming out this year. It is? <laughs> no. When? Um, yeah. 
Oh, you're right. Holy shit, it is. Supposed to. The summer. Yeah. Man, is it summer? I don't know. Oh, the maybe, same thing then, happened um, with Batman v Superman, though, where I was like, Yeah, that's true. Isn't this, this is this now? <laughs> now? Is Aquaman uh, first or Justice League? Justice Wonder League. Woman. Wonder oh, Wonder Jesus setting, Christ, there are so many movies. Oh, they're not setting no. anything up. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, they're not going to give you anything. They're just going to say, Eat Justice League. Enjoy it. <laughs> followed uh, by the last news story that Mel Gibson is rumored to direct Suicide Squad 2 I'm I looking like forward that. to that that's sure, the yeah. only way you'll get me in that fucking theater yeah, I'm that's looking the forward to that the only goddamn way well, because I just saw I don't think anybody saw this in the in the in the room except for me Hacksaw Ridge haven't seen it yet Hacksaw Ridge is very good it's well, a good movie all we, of his movies are really good I know we looked at right. it the other night but then it's cool. It. I just wasn't in the mood for like a war. Yeah. It, it is a, absolutely a heavy war movie that like a lot of people die, but yeah. it's really cool. It's so a, are you saying Mel's back? Mel's always been he back. He never left. Yeah, man. he never left. He's always been a great filmmaker. Always. Uh, I mean, like this just think I'm about sorry. this. Think about Mel Gibson. He was like, he was like, I want to make a movie, <laughs> and then made Braveheart. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Like he, I want to um, make a movie. He's got to keep making movies because he's got like kid nineteen on the way or something. Yeah, he's got to. He just got to wear a condom or um, something though. No, this, is the, uh, this is the article just I found from IO9. It. Uh, has a little bit of a, an op-ed. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Stick, stick to the uh, journalistic integrity. I don't know there. why that would be a bad decision. Well, because well, as opposed to who? Because well, he's an anti-Semite or he's well, an here's asshole or whatever. Oh, sure. So uh, yeah, they reported Sodom Mel Gibson, the guy who's gone anti-Semitic rants right. and said he wanted his ex-girlfriend to get gang raped as the person like to direct Suicide Squad. Uh, that doesn't really speak to any of his directing talents, but That's let's continue true. reading. Well, but also Suicide Squad is shit too. <laughs> Suicide yeah. Squad contains literally <laughs> like domestic abuse. Yeah, in no, it. I know. Absolutely. Uh, so he would be the perfect candidate. <laughs> I mean, I don't pay for Roman Polanski or Woody Allen movies out of principle. Yeah, that's true. And I don't pay for Jared Leto movies out of principle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it says, sure, Gibson is on the uptake of following the success of Hacksaw Ridge, which has several Oscar nominations. It's a good which movie. Which he shouldn't get. No, it's a good movie. Best Picture and Best Director. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But of all his recent success follows a string of incidents. Oh, that's a hot driving. Drunk drive. Every fucking celebrity in the world drunk drive. Uh, and I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that's what they do. Which nearly killed his career. And just over a decade ago, among many things, Gibson was accused of using the oh. N-word, mocking homosexuals, calling female police officers sugar tits, yep. and claiming <laughs> that Jewish people are secretly... Insults, by the way. Yep. Um, I'm just saying, I, it, was, it was just funny when I read this article because I'm like, this is all makes for a shitty human being. But what stands out is the Oscar nominations from a movie that he just made. I'm like... Well, if his That's own, if his probably own, probably a guy you do want to hey, make Suicide Squad. It sucks, too. but welcome to the year 2017, where the president of the United States admitted to sexual assault and then got elected. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> if I mean, if, also, if his own community is accepting him, like the Oscar nominations, then like give the guy a chance. Fuck. I just also, it's not like he's fucking directing some sort of female empowerment shit. That's Suicide true. Squad sucked. I mean, like what women want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, Did yeah, he he's, I think he was just in it. No, he was just in it. Oh, okay. I don't think he he's like, it. probably, you probably, it would be a stupid decision to be like, we want to get him to do this thing. And it, it really, it's about the women's, right, like right. the woman's the SJW journey, journey. Yeah. like that, her, her, her fight and stuff like that. Oh, that's stupid. What insight would he possibly have to that? He's clearly has misogynistic tendencies or whatever, but like, it's such a can of worms, the whole glorifying and celebrating people in the entertainment industry who have been accused or charged with things. Yeah. Casey Affleck and his whole thing recently right. where he's had two female producers both take him to court yeah. over the way he's... And he's... If you've ever read the claims against him, oh, they're, yeah. they're pretty terrible of like 
him women waking up with him in their bed yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ma- married female producers and and him just totally like <laughs> treating them terribly yeah. but you know he's he's still getting hmm. Oscar I, I don't know it's a well, regardless it's a well, you might you might like this line here I don't care if his work is good. That doesn't negate years of abusive and intolerant behavior. I mean, apparently it does with his community. But, I hate to break it to you. This is a pretty abusive and intolerant article. Uh, uh, oh, but then yeah, again, this is an industry where Casey Affleck's nominated for oh, Best boom, Actor. There it is. And Woody <coughs> Allen continue to get work. Mm-hmm. Get and Jared work. Leto is allowed to send his co-stars a dead pig. Well, that's who cares? That's cool. I, yeah, we killed a pig. A lot of the comments were like, pigs are killed every day. Yeah, yeah I know. That's what Mel Gibson was shouting anyway. about. <laughs> trying to kill that pig. It's, it's like such wife a, or a weird thing. And like, I, I don't know. It, Sorry. I just, I, I'm not, just, I, I go to io9 enough. for sci-fi news. And I saw that. I was like, wow, this, this, uh, strong enough there's to an agenda here. Decision to I, avoid media. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Tom Cruise is motherfucking crazy. He's fucking fucking crazy. And he's like a great, really, honestly, a really good actor. He picks really good projects. Well, that's, so. that's another thing that I guess, <laughs> I guess gets overlooked is that, at what point do you disconnect the personal life of someone and their film career? Because when they're yeah. when they're in a movie, they're playing make believe. They're acting. That's literally what they're doing. Yeah. You're not watching the life of Tom Cruise or the life of Mel Gibson. You're just watching a a body of work. I guess I don't know. Well, for me, I drew the Are line you? at that guy that forced that rape on set. Sure, like I was yeah. like, all right, well. Not that I would ever see his movies anyways, but at that point... Who was that guy? Uh, who, who he was directed the, the Last Tango in Paris. Oh, yeah. that, I, that was like a story from like the 70s that came out recently. Yeah, and, right? and, I was like, and I was like, got it. All right, so this guy's a shithead. Yeah. And like, I choose not to support him. Yeah. You know, like, who knows? Other people might give him work, yeah. but well, I choose was, not to support it him. It was like when uh, my mom took me to see Powder as a child. <laughs> uh, we wanted to see the movie, but we didn't want to support the director because he was a uh, petter ass. Right. So we paid for the Scarlet Letter instead. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, what's her Demi face? Moore. Dem- no, the other one. Stranger Things. Winona Ryder. She's, oh, yeah. Winona Ryder. Okay. I don't know. I never saw it. I just stopped pretty sure kind it's of more. paying for those the the movies. I I don't know. It's it's a whole thing. It's a whole I, thing. It's I, it's like it's one of those things where you're gonna be like, oh, well, maybe maybe there was a grip on this film that beat his kids. Am I not gonna watch this? I think we lose track <laughs> of the fact that like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that the entertainment industry is fucking bananas. That people get paid that much for fucking playing pretend. Yeah. It's insane to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. That's it's a whole other mm-hmm. yeah. you know That's a whatever. Whole big beast. Can we do? Can we just talk? I just love that this. They're drawing the line at Suicide Squad. They're not going to ruin my Suicide Squad too. <laughs> it's like, jeez. I, I felt like the the article that we were checking out had more to do with the fact that this person had axe a grind against Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's that's what's weird. Obviously, that's, but that's that's what's funny to me about yeah. it. Like for me, if you don't like the guy. That's a great punishment. Say, now you have to work on this piece of shit. Right. Right. <laughs> that's gonna be your that's gonna be the next nine months of your life. There you go. We couldn't send you to jail for the shit that you said and stuff like that. So you have to work on Suicide Squad too. Enjoy. Uh well, we're getting to the last uh ten minutes or so here of the story. So uh I guess we'll just get into the uh an update on the Batman oh, story. <clears throat> yeah. how, how much further can he glide to uh, the ground? Well, word is Ben Affleck wants to just get out. Yep. He yeah, doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want to be Batman anymore. <laughs> So this is uh, from an article I pulled from somewhere. Uh, I guess it's uh, citing Collider Movie Talk. Uh, ben Affleck wants out of the role badly. Uh-huh. Uh, this is saying, I've talked to three separate people, both in no way or another connected in some way to what's going on Warner Brothers. Uh, what all three have told me was that nothing about whether the script was thrown out or whether they liked the script, nothing about the direction Matt Reeves is taking it, none of that. But one of the things that has come out of the conversation with all three is this. They're telling me that Ben Affleck, make no mistake, he does want out. He doesn't <laughs> want to be the Batman anymore is what I was told. Can you imagine Man. he walks up and goes, guys, I, I don't I don't want to be 
I don't want to be in your movies anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be Batman. There were, there were three good things about the DC universe. Uh-huh. Henry Cavill was a kind of cool yeah. Superman. Yeah. Ben Affleck was a great Batman. I would agree. And the soundtrack for Wonder Wonder Woman's theme oh, yeah. song. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Those yeah. are the three things yeah. they had going for them. And now they're going to get rid of one. I, for one, can't help but think that maybe the Scarecrow has something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you think Ben Affleck's being bullied? Oh, maybe. No, I think he, pro- he probably faced the same resistance from the studio and, and issues, or he was get too busy getting back tattoos to actually yeah. work on his script. So. I, I feel like, it's funny, I, I think you think you're right, Elise, I think there's a combination of that, but also... I feel like he's been seeing the reception to the movies and also seeing the other movies come out, like Suicide Squad and stuff. And he's probably like backing away slowly. Like, I'm I don't not like gonna any take of part of, in, in any, like of, any this. of this. And and because and, I, I don't know if I were him, I was thinking about it. If I were him and I was Batman and I was tasked to write and direct that movie and not get any pushback from the studios, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, I can make a good sure. movie. Yeah. But if you've got people pushing on you, yep. being like, no, no, do this, and, and Ben Affleck's like, I know good movies. Like Argo the Town, I know good movies. Yeah. Why the fuck are you constantly telling me yeah. to do something different when I know that's wrong? Yeah, yeah. I eventually, I'd be like, no more. Batman. Yeah, I don't he's, want to yeah. Do he's been given some directive to to do something specific so they can tie it in with another part of the franchise. Like and the stupid cyborg footage. I don't know. Maybe he's just got personal <laughs> shit going on in his life that he can't take on that kind of project. Yeah. Who knows? It is personal shit. It's called he's tired of working with these fucking idiots. Wow. Maybe Kevin Smith needs a favor. <laughs> I can't. Who do we think is gonna be the new <laughs> Batman? New Batman? Yeah, who Ooh. do we think? We get to go through this old, so you, this old, old Shabazz again. I don't old think Batman. he'll. I think he'll do at least one more move. One more movie. Well, ch- the word is after. Two. Well, he has. He's doing Justice League. He's they already shot Justice this. League. This is done. They already have him. So yeah. What's his contract for? Is it four movies or three or? I don't know. Six? Because he's done two. He's done two now. Mm-hmm. And then so if he's and then the, the third Batman, one is supposed to be yeah. Batman. Well, he also showed up in Suicide Squad. Oh, he showed up in Suicide Squad. That's four. <laughs> he just checked it off. This is what list. he's doing. He's checking the list. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. at home like, oh, I almost got it. <laughs> he's he's going to show up in Transformers. It's going to be just in things. <laughs> I'm Batman. Well, Bye. It's still going to be an old Batman, so they're going to have to find another dude in Hollywood that's the, like over 45 this, and this franchise this this franchise that they're building doesn't have legs no, it doesn't. they're gonna start that whole thing over <laughs> yep. we're gonna be started over with a new Superman and a new Batman you're absolutely in like right. fucking four years yep, you're totally four right. years are gonna start hearing about how they're recasting everyone because oh. this does not have legs they're just gonna shit out the flash that movie's gonna come out like a flash <laughs> right because they're gonna be like we're done yep. like we see the no- there's gonna be a line graph with Batman v Superman, and it's just gonna be going like this, <laughs> plunging straight into the earth. It's it just it blows my mind because okay, so we're watching this footage, and then recently, uh, uh, Marvel put out this new Avengers movie that they're filming, um, Infinity War. Yeah, they yeah. just started filming. And, and I mean, all it is is an announcement that, hey, get your dick hard. Yeah, we're like, on set. Like we we know we teased this thing back in 2012. This this evil purple guy. Named Thanos, Thanos. Yeah. Josh Brolin filmed his scenes eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, huh. And they're like, it's finally coming to this moment. And like, and they just, they make it look so easy. They really do, but it's not. It's not it's been at all. years and years and years. And oh, honestly, like, God. there's been one dude in charge of it, Kevin Feige. Yeah. And he's been like, no, we're not going to do it that way. And he's probably had to say no a hundred thousand times and say yes a hundred thousand times. Mm-hmm. And it's always like, in my, I feel like it's him and probably two other dudes that all have it in their heads. Which is fucking awesome, and then DC is just shitting the bed. 
every <laughs> single movie they're shooting the bed. It's On the crazy. subject of, of lack of enthusiasm or waning enthusiasm, watching this featurette, Robert Downey Jr. is just, you can tell he's, he's like tired. so fucking over it. Yeah, he's, no, he's so tired. wants out. And then the, the Spider-Man kid, he's so, he's like, I can't believe I'm here. Yeah, you know? yeah. I can't believe Which the movie cool. exists. Yep. Yeah. Like, I think that's funny. But I mean, how many times has Robert Downey Jr. played Iron Man? Iron Man oh, now. Too like many. 32? Six or seven. A lot In of the times. last 10 years? Like, a lot of and, times. Okay, uh, like, He's allowed to be tired of it. He's yeah. also a billionaire now because of these he gets movies. Paid like what, seventy-five million of, of like a picture now? Has he said what his last picture? If it's, it's this, it's something ridiculous. It's oh, well, like his, contract. his contract has. Yeah. yeah, they keep modifying it and giving him more money. More. They keep basically adding a zero uh. to the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to be. This is gonna be I want. I just. This is a request for the film house community. Uh, I want to Photoshop. Of Ben Affleck sitting in a folding chair with a tiny CRT TV, watching the everyone oh. look like they're having a great time on set in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> oh, yeah. Universe. Oh man, right. I, feel, I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad for Ben Affleck. He's so I talented. No, for he's sure. gonna he's gonna bounce back. Oh no, I feel always, bad yeah, yeah. for Henry Cavill, who yeah, is excellently cast as Superman, has done a really good job with what he's been given thus far. Mm. He's uh, that's it. That's the only person I feel bad for. <laughs> Jason Momoa. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know what he's done besides Game of Thrones. He did so. the yeah. Conan. I didn't see it. Which was bad. Apparently it was bad. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, you, that's right, you saw it. And yeah. then we watched some other trailer in uh, uh, Lisa's trailer. The Bad new, Batch. The new show. Yeah, Bad Batch, which I don't know what the fuck that's about. Well, yeah. He also has this show on Netflix that's Canadian made that apparently isn't very good either. I, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, like... I mean, he's a young fucking... He's a fun. young supermodel uh. like, who basically got... Introduced to the world by not having to say or do anything. Yeah. I love that clip where some some reporters like, "Are you pre- preparing for Aquaman? Do you know how to swim?" And he's like, "I'm from Hawaii, bruh." Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, second. I'm just saying, looking at this shot yeah. and like this, this was how many thirteen movies led up to this moment? Like Twelve or something. Twelve or th- something like that, right? To just this shot, and getting even, these two things, and they were like, "Done." Yeah. And we even got this it. just. Features a handful of dudes that are just in rain jackets. Yeah. Like there's him, and then there's her. Like that's true. Only a couple of those are actual heroes. That's not even Paul Rudd in the Ant Man. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, like, half those characters like CGI. But you, as a viewer, go, yeah, that makes sense. Like I, it just it blows my mind at how fun and easy Marvel's making it look, while DC is struggling to make a Batman movie. Well, here's the thing, though. Mar- Marvel took. You can debate this all you want to, but smaller characters, right? Sure. And they just told their stories yeah. with little hints and threads, <laughs> with the exception of Iron Man 2, which is just Avengers point oh. Um like little hints and threads of other things going on, right? No one cared people care about Iron Man and Captain America now. But they didn't. But no them. one cared about yeah. that before. They were like almost laughable characters in the Marvel universe. Which I think is more hey, more tipping my hat to them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah. Like, absolutely. If you would have told me you know, as a kid, like, you're gonna get superhero movies and then like, yes, who's gonna be Iron Man? I go, Who? Who? Yeah. What? No, exactly. The guy who just sits in a wheelchair? Well, or something? it's because they know. approached it from the viewpoint of let's make these characters likable because they have no built-in audience we need to make them likable dc goes superman we've been making money off superman for a thousand years let's do superman batman to that point i think you can make the argument that it's easier to take a character that nobody knows anything about and no one cares about and elevate them as opposed to trying to take such an established done to death character like superman or batman and saying how can we make this feel fresh and and good again yeah 
Um, it might it might be a little bit easier. We think no, we no, think like yeah, you're I right. That, you I one hundred percent agree. Actually, and it's uh, it's funny you say that because uh, like I guess if you think back then, Nolan had a like that's that's a huge job, right? He took yeah. Batman, who was like everybody knew and it's been around for like 50, 60 years, mm-hmm. and made it an entirely new Batman, like a Batman that we all think of now. Yeah, and, 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 well, which he, is which is crazy. He just took different source material. He just took oh, year true, one man. and stuff like well, he. Well, so then DC's got all, we got plenty of it, right? I mean, they like, should. They should. The problem is Superman's origin story has only been told a couple of ways. It's his right. end that's yeah. been told in a hundred different ways. Yeah, whether huh. or not he just leaves from space, or whether or not his powers run out. Yeah. Like, so it's like weird because Superman has a thousand endings, but only a couple beginnings. They should have just done fucking uh, Red Sun. So, yeah, that's and been the done coolest iteration of Superman yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't have I don't have an answer for DC. Oh I, no. There, well, the, honestly, the answer was a long time ago was to take the characters they were they were popularizing on television mm-hmm. and use those. That's the answer for DC. Honestly, it is. Yeah. Um, Arrow, Flash, like those are well-established television shows that are getting ratings and people are still watching. Yeah. Maybe. And they I, they that no no I mean maybe that would translate the film. It's sort of like when it, you say this video game is really popular. If we make it into a movie, everyone's gonna see it, right? Well, and you go. Well, the pe- I, th- I can guarantee all the people that watch the shows will watch the movie. I think you mean like because they're using different actors for the Flash and stuff, right? Well, so they're well. I, I mean, I'll just tell you this from my perspective. I know who Arrow and Flash are long before I watched the television shows. Yeah. And it made me care about them when I watched the television shows. So then I was like, oh, cool. I can't wait to see The Flash in a movie. And I was like, wait a minute. It's some dude I'd never seen before or heard of, and it's an entirely new suit, and yeah. he's got new powers, and he's, he's talking to Ben Asian? Affleck. And he's, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, wait. I'm just but, like, it's confusing. I know it's not. I'm not stupid, but it's, it's sort of in a confusing, like, well, now which one do I want to watch? Well, on the flip side, though, Marvel's also do, licensing their stuff out to, like, Netflix. Right, and right. We may never see Daredevil or Iron Fist or Luke Cage or Jessica Jones in a movie. In, in a movie. Yeah. But if they do show up, I would lose my shit. Yeah. yeah I'd be very happy if Daredevil just kind of showed up. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm not crazy about the show, but that's fun. Well, you're also like cross-populating your universe then and saying, if you like the movies, go watch the shows. And if you like the shows, yeah. go watch the movies. You're yeah. you're directing, you're, you're clicking out to, to yeah. either media. Absolutely. Even, even the cross-pollinate. Well, even the stuff that is you know, can be perceived as a mess, like breaking up your, you know, into shows, TV shows and movies, Marvel's still doing it better than DC, mm-hmm. where it's like, they didn't, ca- there, there's not a Daredevil movie and a Daredevil show. Well, it's because there's all one universe. It's yeah. all one universe. Right. Movies, television, whatever else. And which means that I'm sure at some point, Kevin Feige or one of his lackeys got a hold of Daredevil and was like, mention something about the fucking uh, war in New York. And they're like, okay, we'll do it. And then that ties it all together. It's 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 masterful. It is a masterful. Anyway, uh, don't mention the X Men. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be seeing Logan March second. Yeah, don't forget Logan. I'm super. Oh Logan, super I forgot excited. about Logan. They're because that's what they're doing. They're just focusing on characters. The best the best ones of those Deadpool <laughs> and Logan are like. I mean, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna yeah. cry at the end of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time Hugh Jackson's gonna play Wolverine. Is it? Yeah, he's the oh. goddamn best cast superhero yeah. of all time because he was when you first saw the first X Men movie, you're like, Who's this asshole playing Wolverine? <laughs> he Hello, sucks. It's Hugh Jackman. He might not be around the same dance. Wolverine <laughs> from Canada. <laughs> um, but then by the end of it, you're like, Yeah, I like this Wolverine. And then from that point on, he's been the best part of every single X Men movie he's been in. Now we have to say goodbye. Not prepared. Not ready. <laughs> not ready for not this. Not prepared. And they're probably going to kill off Professor Xavier. Oh, yeah. Not no, ready for this. Uh, not ready for this. I'm going to cry. 
Anyway, well, this is this is like when this, Barack Obama left office. We're not ready for it. <laughs> well, once again, Don't leave me, Hugh Jackman. Go be president more. Uh, once again, thank you for watching this uh, bi-monthly uh, installment of this uh, wonderful show called Film House. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for joining me. Yeah, no today, problem. Today, talking movies. You didn't um, introduce us. I like, he, did. Yes, I did. he did. He did. Yeah. He absolutely did. I totally did. 100%. He did not by my title. <laughs> <laughs> Pretenders of the crime. <laughs> uh, and uh, sorry, Lawrence <coughs> couldn't be here to talk about John Wick. I know he's going to be uh, very sad, but he's not going to watch this, so who cares? That's what you get for being sick. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. And you... Oh, World War Hulk. <laughs> Is that fan made? Probably, yeah. Oh, it's fan made. Oh, no, Planet oh, Hulk. Oh, it's, a, oh, it's absolutely fan made, but... Ooh. I was like, oh, in a planet filled with Hulk. Hulk has to fight to become the best Hulk of Planet Hulk. Do you see an ad read? No. Oh.